What did you think of that? Like, uh, the conspiracy theory. Like, I, I mean, I don't even know if you call them a conspiracy theory or just, I mean, they call them flatlanders. They call them flat earthers, flat earthers. Is he a flat earther? I don't know. He was, he came over for dinner the other night and he was starting to sound like he was a little bit. I, I got that vibe from him too. He's obviously well-read and all that stuff. But does that mean anything? No, that's what I was going to say is because in a lot of ways, I just picture him, you know, scrolling the internet and because you, you could find all that stuff if you want to. Yeah, but to be able to be that passionate, no. you can't just find it. I, no, no, I agree. I, I, I agree 100%. He's, he's passionate about it, it true, knows though. a lot about it. Like I said, dude, I was sitting there just Googling little things while he was talking because a lot of it I'd never heard of, and it was all popping up. And I mean... I don't know. Obviously, there's nothing on there that says, yes, everyone in Hollywood is a pedophile, you know, but I mean, you, you look at the... But now this week, something else came out about Epstein and Bill Gates. Just now, was reported in the news. And I mean, there's these reports coming out of the Russia collusion. I mean, they're letting Trump's being freed of all that. Well, I, I mean, I, I think you would have to be very naive to think that something's not wrong with the Epstein case, being that you know 200 plus you know names on a list of people that were engaging in that kind of behavior and not one person's name's ever been released no charges have ever been brought never the the main guy kills himself which i could go both ways on that right i mean if if i was looking at serious prison time i'd probably try and kill myself too i I wouldn't want to live in prison um but the fact that, you know, they have all that information on the guy and the people that he used to entertain and like those weird paintings and stuff. But was he just a really rich guy that was weird? And I mean, I don't know. Like I said, it, it you'd have to be pretty naive to think something wasn't going on there. Well, of course there was stuff going right. on there. Why haven't they released the list? If, if they never would. If Trump it, was on it, I bet you they would. Supposedly he is on it. Not he's on it to a degree isn't, you know, flown on his airplane and. But he also came out and said he flew on it one time and he was a weird guy and he never wanted to talk to him again. So, you know, the guy was mixing it up with the elites. But they say guys like Bill Gates and stuff were on there dozens of times. And Bill Gates' wife left him because of Jeffrey Epstein, met him once, knew that he was. That's why she left him? That's, I guess, part of it. I saw an interview where she said she met him and he he was so weird and she knew he was just up to no good and her husband was always hanging out with them and i mean who knows none of that stuff's ever been proven in a court of law against any of the people so it's all hearsay it is all hearsay but all of this conspiracy theory and everything that we think or i mean watching all this stuff go down right now every day there's reports about about the the biden laptop and china and oil and the ukraine we're just now spending another 400 million in 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 uh weapons we're sending over there we're giving them again like what's going on like this it's almost like this guy's anti-american the border crisis right now like something's going on that's it's something's got to give i think and something it i feel i don't know maybe i am starting to be too much of a believer but i feel that um i'm getting the internet right here i feel that a lot of the stuff he was saying was that it could be all coming out dude yeah, definitely. You know, I mean, I have a I would have a very hard time wrapping my mind around the, the flat earth theory. But I but I see it and I've and I've read some of the stuff that people talk about. And it, it's it, it would pique probably anybody's curiosity. I mean, obviously, you, you know, we've been taught that the earth is a, a, a globe spinning around out in the universe and all that kind of stuff but these people you know would tell you that that's just what you were indoctrinated to think and here's you know here's this other thing and here's a few weird you know deals that don't make sense and i mean i guess if you have an open enough mind you could you could listen and be intrigued and maybe you could be convinced that it is true i mean i guess that's what all of it is right is having an open mind to we were taught, you know, you go to school, you're taught certain things, and it's hard to we, – we talk about it with food all the time. You know, you were taught that, you know, the, the grains and all that kind of stuff was the, the best thing you could eat. Now you look at it today, and 
you know, every third person's gluten intolerant and can't eat that stuff. Carbs are terrible for you, you know, as far as gaining weight and all that stuff. But had you, you know, also at the same time, they told you, you know, the, the meat thing has shifted scales so many times. Red meat's good for you. Red meat's bad for you. Red meat's back to being good for you. Chicken's the best thing to eat. Chicken's not good for you anymore. Pork's no good. Pork's the other white meat you should be eating. It's like, there's. I guess maybe it's just advances in science that proves and disproves things wrong. But, I mean, you know, is anybody looking into any of these things that these people look at? I don't know. You know, you were taught that the world's a globe, and that's all you need to know. But is it the truth though that's what i'm saying is i i, I there's a, a mutual friend of ours that believes that the earth is flat and really yeah who you miles Humphreys, clay's old neighbor oh really yeah he he posted a, a, a deal online the other day that said you know how come we don't have a uh why isn't there a news feed of of the earth you know you got all these satellites in the air doing all this stuff just show us 24 7 the earth it, it, because and he believes it doesn't happen. Have you ever looked at the flat Earth stuff? Not really, but the other night I did a little bit after dinner, and you know, listening to what he was saying, it's hard to argue. Like the optical illusion part of it, and how everybody's like, "Well, that boat's going in the ocean, and it just kind of goes and goes and goes." Well, that's just because it's far away, and to the eye, it looks that way. But if you get a higher powered telescope and spotting scope, you can see it forever and sure. forever yeah and they say you know some of them say that like antarctica is the is like the it, it, it's an edge and that's what holds the the ocean water in and stuff like that but and that they say that's why no one's allowed to go explore antarctica and if you look at that it, that's true why can't why can't people go up to antarctica and look at it you know it's like i don't know it's weird like i said you you would have to if you have an open mind, maybe you could be persuaded. I know a few people that that episode's getting it. ready to release, and we're going to have to listen to people of like, is are any of these theories or ideologies or thoughts, you know, could they be an option to the truth? Like, is there an option that it could be true that all of the stuff he was telling us about George Senior's wet or funeral was true? and the cards placed in the programs. And I mean, if you go watch that video, it's weird, right? Did you go watch it? That's now that you said that I, I did not watch it, but I need to like that one is weird. I, I, I Googled the, uh, the sword ceremony with Trump in Saudi Arabia and it's there. Yeah. I mean, it, it's crazy, dude. It's crazy. Uh, that to was think his about. world tour. Where is that release? I, I feel embarrassed to ask what, 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 uh, podcast are you going to release that on? What do you mean? What title? Hey. What which uh, is it going on? Uh, this life, this life ain't for everybody. For everybody? Yeah. yeah, I didn't oh, yeah. know because you know Clint and Clay and well, that myself. Or, I know, but I just didn't know because yeah. I've been I've been talking to some people about it. I think I know people are going to be interested in it, dude. I really, really do. It went by I, fast, huh? It was the fastest hour and a half I've ever spent, like for a podcast, I, huh? And and it was like it was very informative. It even if. I, I lie wouldn't be the right word, but I mean, even if it, if it all wasn't true, it was very like informative. And I mean, clearly the guy knows his stuff, dude. Like he, he was, that's why I wanted to have him on is because I was, went to two different little dinners with him, you know, at events throughout the, throughout the spring. And he would, we just sit there bullshit and he'd talk. And usually I'd be like, oh, Joe, not another one of these, but he just, he was intriguing because he knew it so well. And, then I started looking some of it up online and seeing it there. And then I was just of the realization that why couldn't it happen? Sure. I mean, look at what's going on in our world today. I'd have never guessed that this stuff would be going on. I mean, our president literally cannot speak in complete sentences yeah. and he's the commander in chief. You, you know that I, I, uh, I met a guy a couple of weeks ago. He's from Moldova, which is the country just right directly South of Ukraine. And I, I said, are you worried about that war? And, you know coming to your country and he said that war is all bullshit he said it's all for money it's all for politics that's not a war he said that war that war could never be here he said you know those people were they're all russians they they, they used to be part of russia it's all it's all bs and 
he 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 spoke very little English, so there was a definitely a big like language barrier. But you know, he he just he, I understood that it it's all it's all a farce. It's all a money laundering thing for politicians. It's got to be it is hundred percent. You it's look barely at, in the news anymore. It's bare, but and in this day and age with the with something we talk about all the time these phones and all this stuff you you should see daily you should see images of fighting and war and all that stuff on your phone and it's not there and the stuff you see is the grainiest garbage foot you know you you can't even it looks like it could be any you know any place in the world any war-torn country you would never know and and you see these like drone footage you know and the stuff you see, these guys are like trench warfare, like it's World War One, and we're sending them a hundred trillion dollars. Like we don't fight wars like that anymore. No, the, uh, no, no you know. And, and if we're funding the war and we're spending that much money, why are guys digging trenches and fighting like they were in World War One? They don't do that. It's all it's all BS. I saw a great video the other day of they shot down their own drone with a surface to air missile. The drone was, you know, several million dollars. The missile and the guidance and all that is several million dollars. It's all stuff we gave them. So they're flying their own drone and then shoot their own drone down because they don't realize that they're flying their own drone over there and waste $5 million of the taxpayer's money. Probably more than that, but I'll just say that, $5 million bucks on one mistake. And th- there's $400 million of unaccounted for equipment that's gone to Ukraine. $400 million. Almost $500 million, yeah. half a billion. Yeah, and, and and that's our money. That that's what I I love about people that are like, oh, I, I support Ukraine. That's your money that you're you're is going over there by the hundreds of millions and trillions of dollars. Yeah. It, half of them don't even know which way to put the flag up when they put it up. No, it's I don't know. That got me thinking of. <clears throat> well, I just want to keep an open ear to it. I like it's challenging. It's it's provo- it's almost like provocative because mm-hmm. you're not supposed to talk about it you know it's like and then when he brings it the way he did like i'm i'm intrigued i want to have him back because he is stout he knows his stuff and he can talk the talk with it and now who knows will something come out what about that whole theory about trump still the president and that executive that, that's very that. hard to wrap my head around but when he knows like the statutes and all do you, you noticed he had a notebook but there was very little all that was written in there was the points that he wanted, yeah. not the not the points, the topics, and that was it. And then he knew, and I think it was just a visual cue for him to not forget what he wanted to say. But dude, he probably had twenty pages of things we could have talked about. He's got to come back on. Yeah, I think that having him on once a week or so would be kind of it would be edgy. We'll see how the people react to this first one. Yeah, I think they'll like it. I think it's going to be good. They. um so how Tata's go? It was good. It did rain. They called for a little bit of a thunderstorm, and of course it freaking dumped. But the ride was already over. But we had the the you know party dinner barbecue thing, and most of it was outside. So a lot of a lot of uh, wet motorcycles, and we had a couple dragster cars that got wet that probably aren't used to getting wet we had a real famous bike builder out there from the 70s and he had a bunch of show bikes that all got rained on which sucked but other than that it was good i don't know the the money raised yet but we had uh i think we had 250 or something signed up so that's a good fair amount of money and then you know we do a silent auction live auction uh one of your prizes that you graciously donated somebody bid up and then left without paying for but no way yeah but the rain you know what i mean when when it started to get rainy i think some of the people on their bike they wanted to get home before it rained too hard and maybe thought that they weren't gonna win or whatever but yeah and didn't put their phone number why would they do that well you don't some people are scared to ride in the rain i mean it's not fun to ride so would they call back and at least admit that they didn't pay for it well they didn't put their phone number on there so i mean i think we can go back through our registration and get it it only happened it happened on like two or three other things but do you know who had it i don't know the name i don't i didn't know him personally no you don't know him. no Mm-mm. but all in all it was good how was your weekend did you ride oh yeah 
All the way up to Virginia City? Oh, yeah. Did you really? Yeah. Tamarack to Carson Harley, the back truck route to Virginia City, down the front side of Virginia City to uh, that bar on the left, the old-time saloon when you're coming down, and then over to JJ Sport and Spirit by my old house on Holman, and then out to the Sparks Pinocchios for dinner. It was really? like a hundred and it wasn't very far, hundred and eight or nine miles or something. I looked a lot at of it. bikes. Yeah, a lot of bikes. They had some uh, that chili cook off going on up at the uh, up at Virginia City, so there was a bunch of people up there. It was cool. Went to the bucket of blood. Had a bloody mary. I yeah. should have. I didn't. I had one in the morning. You can't really drink on those rides, can you? You got to be careful. How many bars do you stop at? If you well, they all have a bar. For like, Battleborn Harley has a bar. Tamarack's got a bar. The Bucket of Blood is a bar. The Old Time Saloon is a bar. JJ's is a bar. They're all bars, pretty much. So uh, are you supposed to get around at every bar? I mean, this is no, 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 no. So uh, why do you make all your stops where liquor is when you're on motorcycles? I'm just playing the devil's advocate. No, weekend. I know. I mean, you got to self, you got to self regulate yourself. Why wouldn't you stop at a, like a fruit stand or something? I was going to say, think think of somewhere else to stop on a motorcycle. I mean, some guys go to, like, a coffee shop, but coffee shops are typically tiny. You can't fit 250 bikes at them. Not that they're all there at the same time. But, like, so, the, you know, the first stop's got donuts and breakfast burritos and, you know, all that kind of stuff. You don't have to. I mean, most people weren't drinking at the first stop. Um, did you drink at the dinner at Pinocchio's? Yeah. You did? Not not like a lot. You On a bike, you can't. Was Fisher on it? No, he's in Mexico. What, in vacation? Yeah. Work thing, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. When are you going to... Uh, did you guys reschedule your Mexican vacation? No. Are you going to? Not with the whole family. I, w- I, I want to go somewhere. Well, I am... I mean... I Let's am, go. Where are you going to go? I'm going places, but yeah, I... I uh, I got to get Jillian on some kind of a vacation before she freaking explodes. She won't go on a vacation. But that's the thing. She won't go. Would she go on a 10-day vacation to the islands? No. Oh, yes, she would, but the, it's the, the planning of it would have to be. She can't just go, hey, let's go in, you know, July. You know, she has to really watch her time schedule and, you know, definitely couldn't go in June during the rodeo. Definitely can't go in November, December, January because of the holiday time and really can't do may because of mom's on the run you know so that she has a short window to do stuff that last year was the perfect time for us to go if we could have gone because we we were leaving christmas morning which they would have been closed on and then they would have had to close or no and then i think the 26th i can't remember but anyway basically they only had to close for like five days to get a to get like a eight or nine day vacation with the way the holidays landed and and with their normal closed days you know what i'm saying so it it was it would have been the perfect time to do it but it didn't happen the scoreboard you've eaten there with me in nashville you love nashville it's music city it's the hobbs family it's music valley it's not lower broadway but it's the hot chicken it's the outside deck it's the bartenders the server all the servers all the servers as a whole and then the menu unbelievable the fried pickles the hot chicken salad the hot chicken and the fries like I, i'm going there next week and i don't get to eat any of it i got to eat just a bunch of the chicken breast and i'm eating real clean right now but man i'm telling you that outer deck the live music it's a scoreboard it's an awesome place yeah let us know if you actually are able to not eat one of those hot chicken sandwiches I, i'm not going to i'm, I'm gonna be hey, strong you i'm gonna say that uh, now just let us know when you get there and you smell it and you see oh, it. Oh, I'm not saying that I won't have a all I bet you a hundred bucks that I get a, the hot chicken seasoning. I just won't have the breading. I'm gonna just have grilled with the hot chicken seasoning. And then they got the provider right wing sauce there. They're using our rubs there. It's gonna be amazing. Scoreboard, Nashville. My smash burgers, I don't allow people to put anything on. If they do condiments, I get oh, really my feelings get hurt. But I got that Napa Valley olive oil down on that flat rock and a little bit of butter and the flavor combination of that olive oil and that butter. Is unbelievable. The Particelli family, Napa, California, the wine country, the vineyards. It's Napa Valley olive oil. Still done old school. These guys are true 
old school Italians, their store. Check it out, please, when you're in the Bay Area of California. If, if you're hunting with Rocky Merlot, drive two hours to the south and to the west a little bit and check out the store at Napa Valley Olive Oil. I'm taking you there next week. Mm-hmm. Are you excited? I am. The Barticelli family is going to cook us lunch, right? You, know you can order it online, too. It's definitely. You can go online. Napa it, it Valley gets Olive delivered Oil. right to your door. And you can, they'll deliver it. The Parmesan cheeses, the noodles, the, the salamis, the mortadelle. Dude. All, the lemon flavored olive oil, the, the garlic the flavored truffle, oil. the truffle, the truffle flavored. I got a, I got a stick of a salami and a truffle olive oil delivered right to the house the other day. Did you really? Oh yeah. Did you dip the salami in the truffle olive oil? No. Really? The, the truffle olive oil is kind of like a special thing, you know. Oh god, that salami is so good. So good. Napa Valley olive oil. Thank you for believing what we do. The Parcelli family hunts. We've cooked so many great dinners at Duck Camp with Stefano and Ray Ray and Jules and the entire. Part of Shelly family, they are great people. Dante, thank you all so much for what you do for us here. Guys, girls, visit them online, NapaValleyOliveOil.com, and get some salami, get some oil, get some truffle, get some. The Parmesan cheese is the best in the world, the grated or the bricks. Get it, Napa Valley Olive Oil. Thank you very much. So, kind of, where do you want to go? Like, you just, don't take this the wrong way, but you just, you're not a beach guy, are you? You're, you're somewhat of a swimming pool guy, but you don't. You're not a, a beach goer like a resort kind of guy, are you? Aren't you more of a more of a hotel kind of city guy? I just haven't ever really pictured you as a uh, as a resort. I'm not a I'm not a uh, well I'm a, I'm a partier. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> but do you but you don't like the beach though? Do you don't no, suntan well, and go? No, 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 that's what I'm saying. I, I, I'm not going to lay out with you know nine different kinds of sunscreen and try and I don't tan. You're not going to bronze up. But I'm going to lay on the beach with a case of beer and uh, you know do the all inclusive Mexico trip. Absolutely. Have you done it? Yeah, I'd like to do several that. times. I don't, is it safe right now? Yeah. Well, the tourist towns are. Like Cabo and Cancun and stuff. I don't know if I'd go hunt coyotes with your cousin this winter, but I would do the other stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I'd love to go to New York too and eat, drink, eat my eat and drink my way through New York or Chicago. I don't know about Chicago. When was I, the last vacation you went on? Sturgis a couple def- years defi- ago. I mean, like, have you ever been on a vacation with your girlfriend? Yeah, we went to Cabo. That's what I mean. We that her last vacation was probably seven years ago. But I, yeah, if not longer, all for a restaurant, right? All for all for money. That's what boil it right down. All for money, and I mean we're all guilty of it. Some people just found different ways to make money, and the one they chose is tough, man, for sure. I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell anyone to get in the restaurant industry or bar or any of that stuff. There's money in it. Does JP regret it? it? You think? Uh, JP's in the real estate business. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, he has a, he I, has I know a what meet. you're saying. Like, he's got leases and he, and he makes money on that, but he still is in that restaurant 24 7. 100%. But. So that's not being in the real estate business. Real estate business, you, you make money but, while you're sleeping. But he at least has a, he has a plan and a strategy to get out, is what I'm saying. Because if you leased a building and you owned a restaurant, you just work in that restaurant until you run out of business or you, or you got too Does old. Does he own to the it. building in the arena one? He owns all of them. He does. Yeah. So. To get out of it, you mean like he's going to get out of the business and sell them all? Or do you think Julie will still be in that business when you guys are together in 10 years? Is if Pinocchio's you would, if, around? If you would ask me this question pre-COVID, I would I would know the answer to it. Now, I don't know, man. So it's just, it's been hard for them, dude. I think it's been hard on everyone. But they got it th- probably one of the worst as far as trying to find help, you know, and all that kind of stuff. If the, If... COVID never happened. I think JP would have taken a major step back by now. And yeah, Jilly would probably be not that she can do a lot more, but I mean, she would probably be in a different role and hopefully have somebody, you know, doing what she does and they'd be working towards JP's never going to retire. dude. He's like Rick. They're just, they're you just told me he had a plan to get out. You literally just said that n- never going to fully retire but you just said he had a plan to get out yeah he can get out is what i'm saying he could get out like by selling some buildings no he could he could close and sell and lease and make money off of that you know he could you think he loves you think that his 
turn on is the interactions with people is hundred percent as much of a you know what he can be to me like he <laughs> he gets off on that right that's his thing that's is his not, so, but he, that's his social that's his social yeah but that's seven days a week almost six days a week so he takes sundays off right right sunday and monday right now oh he's taking mondays off they're closed monday too mm. is that a smart thing to do they don't have the labor to be open really but it's the slowest day of the week that's why they're closed on it that sucks yeah but i guess you can make up for it yeah so but like you gotta his, keep you gotta keep the people you have his endorphin is that people walking through the door and him either shaking hands or him giving a smart ass comment or yeah him walking up to a table plus all of the what you would quote unquote call or call quote unquote reno royalty yeah you know when they go in there he gets off on that too i bet yeah whether it's tom revilio he's in there a bunch rick he gets a lot of the deandas his business is almost 30 years old dude yeah it's a great business but but it ain't easy well he works it every day like hours and hours and hours and then the other thing is is that you you don't really trust anybody you know you got to have people you trust in that kind of business for if you want to go home and sleep that they're not ripping you off and pouring too many shots and it's comping meals and Mm -hmm. stealing shit and then on top of that you got to have people that are worthy of the recipes and the cooking and and all that then you got to have consistency with that yep and if a chef leaves real quick, you got to train somebody else on this entire menu. And then, you know, there's a lot of room for error in that business when you're serving. That menu is pretty vast, too, you know. It, so, And when you look at, like, the Olive Gardens of the world, right, they, they, boil, they boil their food and bring it up to temperature and serve it. They're, they're not cooking because you, there's a difference between the Reno Pinocchio and the Sparks Pinocchios. Even though it's the same, it's the same place, the same recipes, the same guy, but the way that a certain cook does something is different than all the way down the line. Yeah, and that's when you look at those big chain restaurants, right? When when you order a quesadilla from Cheesecake Factory, they have a, the same tortilla every time. Comes from a purveyor that they demand that it's the exact same one every time. They got a bag of cheese that's measured out, you know, the exact same cheese every time. The chicken's already cooked. The, the the exactly how they want it with the you know grill marks on it cut up in a bag and they you know they pour so that's how you get consistency and that's same with mcdonald's and everywhere else big chains you know that's how it is because like you said consistency is the key but family restaurant like theirs they can't get that you could but would you want to eat there like but, i don't eat olive garden and stuff once you but, you know, but the thing is though is that i love authentic italian food but Olive Garden is not bad. You can't say, oh, it sucks. You just can't do it. It's not bad. I would never be like, oh, dude, I would never go there. Like, And I don't really. Like, it, Alyssa loves it. Like, we'll sit in the bar area in one of the booths and we'll play cards and I'll eat the salad. And then it comes with breadsticks and soup. Right. I might have, like, one bowl of the chicken gnocchi and then I'll eat a ton of salad. No breadsticks. Alyssa gets some pasta and breadsticks. But macaroni grill places that that have italian food a lot of them can make things taste good with the red sauces they make doesn't deem it authentic but again it goes back to that thing of like what is authentic italian food like how do we know that ragu wasn't authentic as hell one time and it was so good and sought after that that's how it became a recipe that was for the masses how do we know that paste picante sauce you know everybody has this i ordeal of like i'll make a hot sauce that'll blow your doors really because tabasco's awesome right so is chipotle or not chipotle but cholua or whatever and so is the 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 one that starts with a t tapatio yeah they're all great good. pepper crystal's sauces. good they're all crystal's good. good louisiana hot sauce is one of the best mm-hmm. then you got the other one from louisiana that uh uh the pepper sauce god i can't believe i can't think of it i've eaten a ton of it Pepper sauce is Louisiana. Let me put this in here real quick. Um, pepper. I know. I, I can't believe I don't know the. Louisiana gold. No. Louisiana is the first one that comes up. Louisiana gold. Oh man. What is the name of that stuff? Like that stuff's awesome. Those marinated peppers for that pepper sauce, that stuff's killer. That's out of the Louisiana company, too. 
but it's a famous company. It's not big like Tony Chassery's. That's some great seasoning. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I can't think of it. Um, Hit that one that says what pepper sauce was invented in Louisiana. Let's see it. That'll be Tabasco. Whoa, Tabasco. Well, heck yeah, Avery Island, dude. You know that. Text Clay and say what was the pet the the Louisiana hot sauce that Dad would always get. He'd get it in case packs, hmm. and they have a ton of different flavors. I got to be able to find it. Um, but you know that what I'm saying is like, how do we know that these like that are on every table in the country, right? In the world, really. They were at one time that custom in the garage hot oh, yeah. sauce that, you know, that's what Jack Link's was. That, that's how the, the brand was born was li- like work site competitions for the best beef jerky. But so let me ask you this. And then all of a sudden people are like, this is unreal. I got to have that's how Deemer box was born. Panola. That sounds like panola sauce. Panola. Let's type in panola. That sauce. It, they got some good flavors too. panola. I should have known that. P-A-N-O-L-A hot sauce. So what, at what point does, does it being all. too commercialized ruin them, though? Well, that's what I'm saying is like, because, okay, let's take Clay's hot sauce. Clay can take a Sunday afternoon, and he can make a couple bottles and make it taste good with, you know. But could he go get that approved and, and, and copy that recipe for thousands and thousands of bottles and get it approved by the Food and Drug Administration and the USDA and get it all bottled and sourced and distributed and all that, like, I get that there's custom stuff. Like if I spend long enough on a pasta sauce on a Sunday, I'll knock your doors off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I could also make a five minute butter sauce that'll knock your doors off right. with some garlic and, and, and basil and stuff. So it's if you get pesto that is in a can or in a jar that they sell it at Costco in a two pack, I think. And this is going to people are going to go. You're such an idiot, dude. I don't know if you can make pesto tastes better than it right i just don't know if you can if i cooked that stuff up and put on pasta and went and served it at the finest italian restaurant i just don't think many people have the palate to be like i'm not saying that there aren't people out there that whether it's corn ramsey or tell you that they that's a store puck, and then yeah. they'll be like that shit sucks no i think that that stuff was so good that it became the norm because mm. so many people demanded it like otherwise why did budweiser get so big or or Jack Daniels. Well, At one time, it was just a custom, it was just a small bottle, a small batch whiskey. And, and some of that's just hard work, right? I mean, you got to have a good product, but then you got to have somebody out there selling it, right? Well, that's my, that, but, but my point is, why can't something that has become big, like the recipes at Olive Garden, be considered legitimate Italian food? Because at one point, don't couldn't they have been really awesome in a small town frame a small time frame a small you know like a smaller frame theme that was that became bigger so here's what i think happens to them they their cost because i think that 20 years ago at the olive garden i'm not saying their food's bad now i'm just saying 20 years ago i think it was different the way that it worked and I think it was good food. We used to, it was a treat to go to the Olive Garden 20 years ago. But then they then they get so corporate that they're following, you know, you you got to have 10 ounces of pasta on your plate. So did Porta Subs, though, and that's still a good sub sandwich. They're is it, though? Oh, my God. I, I mean. Is it not? The, the mayo mustard it, mix? It, it is, but but I'm saying. What sub sandwich do you eat? And I'm not trying to interrupt you, at, but sub sandwiches, at, every single one of them, I mean, like, the biggest is, I mean, Subway's got Peyton Manning, Charles Barkley, Shaquille O'Neal. They're paying millions and millions and millions of dollars in celebrity endorsement because they make so much money, and yeah. they put they put people in there, and, like, they're literally cookie-cutter sandwiches. They're the worst sandwiches ever. But are they? Subways? Yeah. At one time, if you know the, the ingredients are terrible, I I think why because the, the the processed meat and cheese that's on those is not. I wouldn't agree. I wouldn't disagree with that. Right, but they sell millions of them. But millions they sell millions of cartons what, of cigarettes what, too. What, some people are just so you got to go to a real Italian deli in New York to get a sandwich that's got some prosciutto on pa- it. That's Paul, not a good roll. Paulo's here, dude, it, on on Moana. Blow the doors off of any port. Of, but the problem is, is there's one location. That's the problem, right? Is convenience plays a role in it? There's so a, you're there, telling me that if I went and got the ciabatta 
at Porta Subs, and I stuffed it with all the Italian meats that they use, and I think it's the number one. Yeah. If I get a, t- a eight, a, uh, I don't even know what they come in, a foot long yeah. with the Italian, you're telling me that I take that to Paulo's and I put them up against each other, that Paulo's is going to be distinctively much better. Why? Yeah. Because of its spreads, because the cheese is better, the bread is cooked yeah. fresh that morning, because yeah. Porta Subs cooks no, no, fresh no. bread. The the. I mean, in that instance, so his is called the Italian Stallion. You know, got all those meat, but yeah, dude, arugula, lettuce, you know, the olive oil and freaking balsamic, you know, glaze and roasted red peppers. And yeah, you would 100% you'd go, yeah. But again, here you go. Like you're you're covering up the flavors that I want because I'm a simple sandwich guy. I don't want all you that. You said like, mayonnaise mustard mix. You're covering it too. I just get a little tiny spread on it. To he have just puts some a little moisture. drizzle. Yeah, but you start putting stuff like roasted bell peppers on there. They got all the olive oil on them and all mm. the seasonings they cook those in. That's a strong flavor. That's his sandwich, though. I think it's just quality. It's, it's quality. a good sandwich experience, I'm sure. But mm. but you can't, like, there's no way that you could tell me that Porta Subs is not a good sandwich. Well, I can tell you that 20 years ago, I think Porta Subs was one of the greatest sandwiches, but as they've gotten bigger and all over the place, that the last few times I've eaten there, it hasn't been great. I mean, it's okay. It it definitely... Believe me, dude, I've, I've eaten more Porta Subs than anybody. Uh, but it's not a bad sandwich. It's not a bad sandwich. It's corporate. Corporate, which My which point is, is that we me. get this mindset that me and you can make the best sandwich there is because we went to the store and got some now look if we're hanging our own meats and we're curing our own meats and we got some awesome roast beef and some great salami that we did that we stuffed and that we met that we mixed and grinded and then stuffed and got it all and now we're hardening it up and aging it and we're going out and making our own parmesan but for us to say well i could go to a a deli in san francisco and get a brick of parm i can make a sandwich or a pasta taste good just with the parmesan cheese i get at napa valley olive oil just with their olive oil i can right just with the the high quality italian grade noodles they sell but that doesn't mean that it's a homemade pasta really we're not really making anything from scratch we didn't grow you're combining somebody else's stuff yes so the mindset like oh man this custom hot sauce i made it's it's unreal and then, you know we walk better around, than anything out and we there. walk around and we parade it around because we're looking for that self-gratification of damn this shit's good you know like man this is good what'd you do you ought to bottle this dude hot sauce is a hot sauce bro a lot of them are good yeah am i right 100 a lot of salsas are good and, and a lot more convenient than growing your own vegetables and boiling yes. shit and vinegar and, and all that. You can go to you can go to Rayleigh's and buy a bottle of Cholula and you'll be just as happy. I mean, that that another package at Costco. Costco's got some high grade shit for their do. for what they sell. Um, the guacamole they sell. We just bought a box of it. Yeah, it's so good. And I can make a good guacamole. Yeah, but you know to but you know if you go to pp's down there in, in uh puerto vallarta and they make that that's the first time i ever had it i don't know if you've ever been to pp's no but look it up it's, you've been there no but the place we went to in la with brian what that was probably the best guacamole oh, I've that ever place had. awesome can't remember the name of it i do right on uh, the ocean is it javier's yeah um or malibu beach there's a few of them that lobster oh man yeah. but that at pp's in puerto vallarta they do a table side guacamole i mean guacamole is another one like you could put some time into it. A little squeeze of lemon, a little garlic, yeah. a little cilantro, a little pepper, a little jalapeno. Like, what are you going to do to a little t- some tomatoes? You can get creative with it. Oh, yeah. But I just think that that stuff at Costco, you put that on a tortilla chip and put it in your mouth, somebody will be like, oh, I could wait. I could wait. Beat this, no problem. Salsa's the same way, right? Same with salsa, man. You said it New earlier. York City. Yeah. New York City. That, that was the biggest joke of our childhood. But oh, yeah. that, you can't tell me that shit ain't good on a tortilla oh, my chip. God. It's really good. There's better salsas. Sure. But for a mass-produced salsa, Pace Picani, they you, took it to the next level. You know those... Uh, but again, here's the other argument of it. Is Pace Picani just... Was it just a mass-produced deal of after-product, of commodities that people yeah. had left over? Like, what if it was Hunt's ketchup or Heinz ketchup? That's another argument we've had before. It's like, if I go into a restaurant and see Hunt's on the table, I'm not eating there. Looks like, like Pinocchio's going back to Coca-Cola, maybe. Told Speaking you, of, that was our argument. Well, they were, it comes down to service, though. Coca-Cola. Who? 
Was I with you that you had a uh, Jack and Pepsi at that concert and said it wasn't half bad? Or no, Clint was saying that. No. He's 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 switching on you. No, he won't. He wants to. Clint's a, a Jack man. He's going with me. I know. When are you going to go to Tennessee again? You don't you don't do I'm anything anymore. Well, you are going to San Francisco with me next week. Are you excited oh, for that man. trip? I've told several people about that. I told my physical therapist this morning about it. He was very jealous. What Every single person I say it, they go, oh, I love Will, Will Clark. How do you not love that? I'm texting dude? him right now. Getting ready, exclamation, exclamation. Let's see what he writes back. Today I was in the gym working out and uh stranglehold come on. So I was filming a video, had my trainer film a video of me working out, you know, and I texted to Uncle Ted and he writes back, Fuck yeah, get it, son. <laughs> <laughs> Because he believes in that clean, healthy, you know, that sustainable lifestyle, oh, working yeah. out, kicking ass. He he's a he seems like a good dude. Oh man, Ted Nugent's fantastic human being. And he, dude, people are like, dude, he's off his rocker. Man, he's fighting for us. You got to have somebody that keeps up the good fight, man. That's not going to back down from all this bullshit that's going on. Have you heard his rant on Joe Rogan about being a vegan, as he calls him? Oh yeah. Yeah, many, I mean, it's it's very smart. Get destroyed. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's just common sense, right? You're but gonna sit there and tell have, me that people every, have lost common sense. Oh yeah. <laughs> we need more people like Uncle Ted reminding every, them every time they go and get their lettuce. And, right? You just go out here to Urington and watch them grow lettuce, and watch how many rodents get destroyed. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not even funny. You know, how, I had a dude getting mowed up. I had a dude walk up to me in the. I was doing ice cream at this event a couple summers ago. And he comes up to the window and he says, do you have any plant-based ice cream? And to me, it's a joke, yeah, right? I'm going to plant it in your <laughs> No, So I'm like, yeah, no, just plantless. And he said, well, you really ought to consider making a, plant, a plant-based ice cream. And I said, I said, I've tried them before. They taste like shit. N- nothing's better than real ice cream, you know? And he walks away and he's wearing leather shoes and a leather belt. And he gets into a Porsche that they don't make Porsches without leather interior but i should be selling plant-based ice cream it's just stupid because i believe if you're going to make a statement like that you should you should have walked away from me in a well you know, plant-based uh, ice cream not use dairy i guess well maybe he's allergic to dairy well you could get lactose free well as plant-based is like is you know no no animals were harmed no uh no dairy no animals were harmed yeah it was all grown in a centralized aquarium exactly Will says, yes, sir, everything is taken care of on my end, my friend. Where's he live, Texas? Did you fall asleep over there? He's he's fired up. (laughs) Dude, is it going to be fun or what? Let's just talk about our trip. trip We're going to... We're going to leave here and go to the Bay Area. We are going to check into a hotel, which is the iffy part, right? What hotel did you book? I don't want people to know where we're at. Right. I'll tell you off camera. Um, is, because is it right, that's where Will is, too. Is it right in the thick of things? Yeah. Good. So, check in. Two o'clock game. We got early check-in. Then it's a two o'clock game for Memorial Day. Then it's to an unbelievable steakhouse. Drinks after. Wake up the next morning. Go across the bay to to a shooting club. Shoot with wheel. Shotguns? Yeah. Sporting clays and five stand and skeet. Just for fun? And then leave there. Go back into the city for lunch. And then a six o'clock game that night. Lee, go to the game, have you know, do our thing, what we do. Leave there Wednesday morning. Drive to Napa. I got a set up with a full shopping day at Napa Valley Olive Oil with the family. Get loaded up on some pastas and salams and some some parm and some other stuff. And then the the four pounds of mortadella. Yeah, four pounds of mortadella for sure. Part and then the partichellis are cooking us a lunch. No tripe. And I've and I have you. Were you there when we ate the tripe? Yeah. Oh, you were at Duck Camp, huh? Yeah. Um. I didn't know to cut it into smaller pieces, though. Maybe I would like it if it was. I love tripe. I ate it last night and the night before. You did? Yeah. I don't know how you don't like it. It wasn't very I didn't like it. I was trying to eat too big of pieces, though, I believe. 
I believe that's what turned me up. Plus, well, I'm, I'm, I'm texting the menu right now. What plus, I was on a three-day runner. You want tongue? I want tongue. Tongue. Um, rabbit. Mm. Duck. Goose. Pasta. They do a little calamari, a little squid. Calamari. <laughs> I just sent them all that. <laughs> Two gallons of red wine. couple peronis is it just the three of us going yeah will's telling me all the plan that's gonna be a blast you never answer me where does he live texas louisiana he lives in louisiana Mm -hmm. so he's flying over there he's going for buster posey's uh jersey retirement is that Memorial He's going Day? To the Hall of Fame. Buster Posey. Is that Memorial Day? The Thursday before. Oh, so we're not seeing that. No, Will's going to be there all through that weekend. But will that be a heck of a trip and then end it with a nice little lunch at the Particelli house? Did you get... Uh... They got a Stons out there, a swimming pool, and, the, and, and, and their mom, the grandma, has never... She don't speak a word of English. Straight off the boat from Italy and just sits there and cooks her ass off for you and loves it. Wow. Authentic. You know, Olive Garden shit. Real. Let's bring up Olive Garden to them boys when we get there. <laughs> Dude, we will. Stefano's around. Yeah. <clears throat> Your daughter will outgrow that Olive Garden thing one day. Well, we all will. I mean, we ate McDonald's at one time. I used to eat Bonanza like it was going out of style and thought they were good ribs, big beef ribs. Bonanza? Yeah, it was shit sauce. They got like the all. best steakhouse in town, I hear. One, I, it's not bad. Cactus Creek just or whatever. One. You know that my favorite steakhouse in town... Um, I love Bistro. I've never had a bad bite of meat or anything at Bistro Roxy. But the Western Village is oh, yeah. unbelievable. Why don't you take me to dinner sometime? The you Western Village French onion soup might be the best in town. They're, they're, they're table-side old-fashioned, too. Mm-hmm. Big time. Did you just say, why don't I take you out to dinner sometime? Yeah, you never have. That's a lie. That new truck looks sharp with that layer. You said you like the color, but that new layer, those slide. I got the slider windows mixed with the flip-up windows. So now, you know, Clay got me into that where you can just flip them up and reach in sideways, you know, on the side of both both sides of your truck and get whatever you need out. Plus, it's got the Lear locker in it, the regular door, the hinge door with your tailgate, everything lockable, all electrical through your truck locks. You know, you can do it with just your key code. Yep. will unlock the whole thing, or you can manually lock them for double protection. That Lear locker, you put 10 guns up there, whatever your valuables are push both buttons slide it down you always got to make sure the tailgate's up l-e-e-r you have one on your truck oh yeah it's hard you couldn't go back to not having one you can there's just no way the best like you say it just being able to lock you know big things up in your truck you know when you have your well we talked about waiters or decoys or any of that stuff that used to you know sit out in the bed of your truck you pull into breakfast somewhere someone grabs a bag of decoys there's a thousand bucks yeah and it's something that you're not going to put on your back seat and lock it it's 100 percent right yeah so you got your boat hooked up you can take stuff out of your boat and put it under locker you can keep your mm-hmm. dog protected in there whatever kind of kennel that you decide to have in your truck but you got so many levels of protection and security and then clay and sleeps they look you can sleep in them <laughs> yeah you you they look sharp too aesthetically they're awesome oh, yeah. thank you lear for being the official topper also check out bed slide Everything that Lear's doing, bed slide, we truly believe in it. They support us 100%. The official camper, the official camper shell, the official truck topper, the official bed slide of the foul life and where the pavement ends. I see some Oakleys right there. What is that? That's a Holbrook? Holbrook XL. With the prism lenses. Let me oh, see yeah. those, please. I love that Holbrook XL. Fits my face better than the regular Holbrook. Those look good? Yeah. Hat backwards, good. No, see, you got those blue lenses with that blue hat. It was really, good. it was really going off right there. Yeah. Picture. Let me just look at this. Let me get my camera up. And what do you do? You flip the camera. Yeah, you got to straighten your hat a little bit. Straighten the hat a little bit. Oh man, look oh, at that. Wow, stuff is dirt. Hey, that's pretty good looking. Mm-hmm. Handsome fella. Got those geese behind us. Prism lenses, ballistic lenses. You wear them fishing? What's the main reason that you wear these lenses fishing? Because you can see the fish in the water. And it works if if you've ever not or if you don't know it yet. Yeah, I always like golfing. I'll look down and be like, "Oh, look at that fish right there!" And, and everybody else that's not wearing the the prism polarized lenses, they can't see them. Well, it's the light refraction. The polarized lenses are you have to have them. If yeah. you're an outdoorsman, you have to have them. 
UVs, different skies, and waterfowl hunting, turkey hunting, deer hunting, whatever. A lot of people won't wear sunglasses, turkey hunting, obviously, because their eyesight and the reflection. I get that. But I wear them every day in a hunt. Not just to see better. Not just to look cooler. The better you look, the better you feel, the better you feel, mm-hmm. the better you perform. Mm-hmm. But to protect my eyes, yeah. my vision. I just got lens extraction surgery last year. I got 2020 and 2015. I don't need prescription sun sunglasses or reading glasses i don't need readers i'm 48 years old i'm not gonna have readers it's pretty much cataracts but oakley's protecting my eyes oakley standard issue oakleysi.com go on and visit them online and check out all of their different shades all of their different models their lenses their technology the merch the backpacks the gloves the shirts the pants the boots it's military it's frontline it's blue line, it's law enforcement, and it's outdoors, it's conservation, it's sustainability. They believe in what we do here at the Foul Life, where the payment ends, the provider. Oakley Eyewear is the official sunglass of everything we do, and I love so many of their different models. They got some new ones I need to show you. I just got a little care package sent to me by my boy Drew. What's up, Drew? Can't wait to see you. Going to see you in Boston this summer. Thank you all for supporting Oakley. Check them out again at oakleysi.com, the official eyewear and sunglass of the foul life when you did you go to that aces game the other day when you called me um saturday yeah. went saturday the it only way pouring, I- it was pouring rain out here we called you you said it was raining once we got to pyramid and mccarran we never saw it or there was not one drop of rain we went to louis clint bordered for all of us five pecans and then i ordered a thing of sweetbreads for our guests to try two of our guests were from our dog trainers from georgia him and his wife and then we had colton from the san francisco 49ers with us six six three fifteen sitting at the louis bar mm. people in there knew who he was and they all tried sweetbreads for the first time and loved them then went across and took the scary walk over to the stadium and i mean scary again and you can't pack i know it's bad and i had my gun with me and i had to go back and leave it in the in the automobile yeah they got metal detectors yeah, they got to metal keep detectors you unsafe in there. inside yeah yeah but that walk you need them it's so crazy right and there. then it was awesome it was sold out and the aces beat they were they just hit the hell out of the ball and beat the sacramento river cats the giants affiliate triple a i was about to say the only way i would have gone is if santa fe was still open well louis was good no i know but remember no, how fun santa there fe was, was nobody though? in louis dude but it was a little early for a Saturday dinner, but there was nobody at the bar, maybe like five people. You would think that place would be – but, again, we were late. We got there a little late. The game and the game was already started, so we missed, like, the the, the top of the first. So maybe people already walked over. Yeah, but I, I, just, I don't think that – that, that game might have been sold out, but I, I don't think it's sold out with the type of people that go to a bar first and hang out and then walk. There was a lot, of, a lot of adults there. There was a lot of kids, but it was a Saturday night crowd. And it was like, here's how I knew. So my cousin gave me her season tickets because I don't have season tickets anymore. And they're right behind home plate nine rows up. Okay. They're badass seats. And right behind that section is a bar. And I went up to get a drink, me and Brad and Clint and Colton maybe. And it was 50 people deep, adults getting drinks. Then they went and got in line to get a beer because we weren't going to stay on that line. And I went down by the merch, you know, the main, the official store. And they got like these big, like it's being at a supermarket, like at a seven 11. And they got those kind of doors in there with all the canned drinks. And I got one of those high noons. Cause I was just, I didn't want a beer and I wasn't going to stand in line for a Jack. Cause it was way, I didn't want to miss that much of the game. And dude, it was an ordeal to pay for that. The, first off, you know, I'm, I'm saying it was a good experience, but to get into a game now is the biggest bullshit. They, they transfer your tickets over email so they're on your phone so there's no keepsakes ever anymore in in this shit which is stupid because our environment and they can't print a ticket um it's all about cost savings just so we're all clear um but then when you get up there and you buy a ticket they go i need an email address so then you're wondering why there's four people in line and it takes 20 freaking minutes because they they're trying to hear through that window they got a mask on and they're going did you say uh tfl and i'm sitting there going this is bullshit. Yeah. This is unreal. So then you don't even get a ticket. They go, We're, you'll have the ticket by the time you get to the front gate. So I'm watching my email. Nothing, 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 nothing. So I get up there and I just tricked the lady. There's one, two, three. And I, five of us went through on four tickets because that's all my cousin had. Hmm. I never got my ticket the whole game. And you paid for it? Yeah, I paid oh, for I'd it. Oh, I'd be pissed. 
I'm sure I could have went back up and proven yeah. it, but I wasn't going to do that. Right. You're then right, I went yeah. over to this this little like drink deal, grabbed this thing, and then it's self checkout. And dude, it took seven minutes to check out one drink. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, this world, the way this world is now, it's like laziness yep. and everything's going to technology. There's no, there's no camaraderie anymore or like engagement. It's the, it's so stupid. And then the, the, the bar was 50 deep with one bartender, and one it, bartender. And it's card only. Probably card only. It, He's no, got to take time to do all that. The last, the last time I went to an Aces game, granted it was covid was pretty fresh i went to the bar you couldn't hang out at the bar you just order a drink i go up there and order a drink you know it, it's 18 dollars for a drink and i i pull out a 20 to hand it to him he goes card only and it's not just car you know it's the type of card only where they got to print you two receipts because you got to be able to tip them and sign it and all that bs it takes longer and it's lame yeah then we okay then i get down this is another pet peeve of mine so hmm. no, um, this sounds like a great game no it was no, great. i know i'm just kidding go ahead but then you always just run into waterheads we get down and i go straight to where our row is it's row nine these seats i think they're one two three and four the guy in our seats i said hey bro you're in our seats he goes well, no i'm not i said yeah you are shit here's what we got he says you're in the wrong row i said no i'm not he goes look right there i said that's the row I know. I said, look right there. That's the row. He goes, no, that's the seat number. I go, what? I go, look behind you. The seat, the number on the back of your seat that you're sitting on is your seat number. That's the number on the, ex, you know, the exterior part of the seat that's facing the row for people to see is the row number. Right. Have you never been to a sporting event? You're like 35 years old with a kid and your dad, and you're going to sit here and argue and make me keep standing <laughs> up while I know I'm right. And I should just grab you and set you in your seats, but I don't want to <laughs> embarrass you in front of your son. But he just sat there and kept arguing. And then you know what he did? I said, you know what? Never mind. We'll go right here. So went into the wrong row. And then three pitches later, he goes, uh, dude, you're right. I'm sorry. We're going to go down here. We're going to go down to our seats. And then the people next to me, this this couple, you know, they probably got season tickets. It's what they do. That's who we were blocking when he kept me standing up. They're just shaking their head like this freaking. It's yeah. just like, it's it's not that you get. Remember the, what we've talked about, the falling down movie or whatever it was oh, yeah. with, with, with Michael Douglas? Yeah. You get to the point, it's like, these people have the same voting rights as me. <laughs> exactly. Dude. And I just want to go, why? What? It's not fair. No. Why, why do people care what these waterheads think? They didn't take the time to get educated. They don't care to put themselves together to be, to be a leader of the community. It's just like, I just want to go, oh, my God, please, please open your ears behind that window and don't get my email address right or wrong or get a better system. Right. It's type like, your email address in, dude. You know what I mean? Do it, who can you can type your own email address in way faster than anybody else can. 20 to 25 minutes there's four people in line yeah. when I got into line. Yeah. It wasn't like it was again, the experience and the aces and seeing the players and and the actual baseball and the hum of the ball and the, and the slam of the bat, the pop of the bat. I love all that shit, but dude, going out in public is like it's crazy. In that situation. In that situation. Yeah, it is. Well, anywhere you go, it's like I don't yeah. know. You might have like a, unless unless you know somebody and you get VIP treatment. Oh yeah, it sucks. It's a circus. I can't imagine going out in Nashville and not having some kind of VIP. Sir, I wouldn't stand in one of those lines if my life depended on it. Right. I've oh. never in my life have stood in lines. I, does that sound weird to you? No, I'm the same way. When I since I've been going to Vegas and Nashville in my twenties, I've never stood in line. I, I won't. I, I can't do We've it. We've always went in back door. Yeah. And even, you know, even back in the nightclub days, you met the DJ, you met the bouncer, you met somebody that could get you away from that line. Because there ain't no, I, I'm the same way. I don't want to wait. So you line. do get fed up to where you just have to go to your house. and be, Like, as you, you were invited to that game, and you said you couldn't pay me enough to go to that game. More for the aspect of, of the bums on 4th Street. Because I got to see you that. You should have seen, seen it. I see it a lot, dude. I told I these guys, I said, it. when we get out of our car and we're walking, guys, you're going to see people that and, and obviously colton lives in santa clara he's always yeah, he knows. A, he's by the city um and it, it was dead on it was it was like they just let him out of a something dude i go to lunch yesterday on the top of moana 
right? Not not downtown, top Moana. No one's around. You know, they, there shouldn't be people over there. So I'm sitting with my side is to the big glass window at this restaurant. And the the rest the the it's got like a wrap on the window so you can see out and that people can't really see in. This lady comes up to the window, and she screams at it. She kicks it. She dances in front of it. She throws her purse at it. And there's me and you know ten other patrons are right by this window, and a, mostly elderly people in this restaurant. You know, so and. I'm watching, I'm watching, I'm watching. She kicked the window. She's throwing all this stuff. And then she picks up this huge rock. And she throws it down the sidewalk, right? And, I, and, I'm, and I'm thinking, okay, she's thrown everything at this window. Now, now she's picking up a rock. And I didn't say anything the first couple, you know, for the first 20 minutes that she's making everybody uncomfortable at this restaurant. And none of the staff saying anything. But I'm sitting at the window. Like, I'm at the what, window. What, what, sorry for me. What part of Reno is this in? On Moana. The top of Moana. Okay. So top she, of Moana. Like, top, what does that mean? Like, uh, close to Collin Ranch. Like, not down on like the bad skyline? part. Yeah. Oh, your skyline. Skyline. Yeah. Oh, that's not Moana. Yeah, it is. Well. Sky, Moana turns into skyline? Yeah. Okay. So, it. you know, right? That last bit of commercial, Joseph's. Do you know where Joseph's is over there? Yeah. Yeah. So she goes and she picks There's up. There's homeless people up there? I guess. What the frick? Dude, so she picks up this huge rock. And I, so now I go outside and I said, look, you throw that rock at that window, the window's going to break. And I'm sitting right there. And she goes, sorry, and throws the rock down in the planter and gets all her stuff and walks away. How old was she? 50s, probably. Crazy. Just drunk? Dirty, like you could tell she was homeless? Dude, she wasn't dirty, but she was crazy. Maybe she just got kicked out of her house. I don't know. Big rich family. But what but but why am I the one that has to do that? Like Well, do they have security? Well, they got staff. I don't know. I don't dude, I I get so fed up. What was I going to tell you? Oh, you know, you know across the street on the south side. So if you're looking across the street that there's a bar right there. What's it called? From Louis when you're going towards the stadium it's, it's oh. been several names now it's we, the jesse okay there they've done a good job it's always looked nice and unbelievable the shit they got to go through oh. the business there city of reno should be ashamed of themselves and then they got that outside deck that's got the vineyard and the vines hanging oh, everywhere yeah. and those dude that you ought to see that the, the between the sidewalk and where their fence starts that 18 inches how disgusting it is oh, it's, it, diapers oh yeah condoms I saw it down there, and then walk. You walk a little bit further, then there's that store. Then you walk past that, then there's the hotel and, and all of that, and it's or whatever it is there. And it's just it's unbelievable that Reno has not cleaned that up no. with that stadium right there. They should be they should be ashamed. They're, it's disgraceful to human humanity. They should be giving tax money back to yeah. those businesses. It's, it's disgraceful. Sorry, to we've humanity. let you down. It, all if they're going to give reparations, give some to the Reno residents that grew up here yeah. that freaking have to put up with that shit. Have you seen the Alpine, which is down to the east? It used to be the old Alpine Glass building, and now it's a bar, restaurant, like concert venue place. It's unbelievable, dude. And it's literally every time I've been there. Empty as shit. And dozens of homeless people sleeping on the sidewalk all around it, shitting all over the... Why would you go there? It's unbelievable. You don't want to park your car there. It's you don't not, want to... It's not fair. No. It's not. That's what I said. They ought to be giving those people their tax money back. They A lot of people invested a lot of money in that west side of uh, oh, West yeah. 4th Street building restaurants and bars and venues and stuff and we did nothing to help clear out the homeless population so now no one will go there why would you i'm telling you dude it's it's disgraceful and embarrassing and just filthy 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 where'd you park louis and i mean in between like you had to have thought to yourself i hope my truck's okay sitting down here oh yeah we brought we brought my brother my brother's vehicle and we were by the brewery down there by you know in that little whole area the brewery and the and the Louis and all that. Mm. Anyway, we'll end it on a good note. That was a good sour note that we're going to end it on. We'll be back <laughs> with another episode of Breaking It Down. This life ain't for everybody. Chad and Alex, listen to this song right here. But first, understand. Enjoy it responsibly. Never allow underage drinking. Jack Daniels, thank you so much for believing in our podcast. Everything we got going here at This Life Ain't For Everybody. Tennessee Sour Mash Whiskey. I'm telling you, I've been drinking that new Bonded, that new Sour Mash. Unbelievable. They just came out with the second batch of 10 and the first batch of 12, and they're getting ready to – they did. They just now yesterday released the brand-new Single Barrel Reserve Rye. Higher proof, 
still that great rye flavor and experience. It's Jack Daniels, Tennessee, Lynchburg. I'll be there in a couple days. I can't wait. Thank you all for listening to the podcast. This is Brent Cobb. What you going to do in the... Or no, that's the wrong song. Brett Cobb, the morning's going to come. Caught myself. <laughs>